G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. G'day, I'm Dale. And we're here for our weekly update, a little bit later than usual, Dale, as we were waiting for Junior Eurovision to conclude this morning. Yes, I mean, we did have a lot of stuff during last week, but hey, with Sunday night, Monday morning, Junior... Th- thought it was just best to wait one more day to see how the kids went. Absolutely. So the kiddies all did <laughs> run. Perhaps we should get straight into it. Mm-hmm. We did have a winner in Paris this morning. This is Kami Kami by Malena. Kami The Aussie Vision team favourite did end up taking the crown, and I think I owe Haley an apology <laughs> after our Junior Eurovision podcast. She was pretty convinced this was going to take the crown. I wasn't so much sure of it, but it did get over the line by six points in the end. Well, yeah, it, I think it was a lot closer than a lot of um, people who were really like, this is definitely going to win, um, mm. probably anticipated. It was very close in the end. But look, I think ultimately the most kind of modern, contemporary and kind of impactful song won the contest. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that song definitely stood out. You know, we had a lot of chats about the whole thing, but it was just the, the best song in that way and you know grabbed enough jury points and ended up winning the telly vote to um or the online vote to to take out the crown for Armenia their second win that's right the jury didn't leave it behind at all third and it was a well and truly within striking distance come that time for the online vote so she did take it um what are your thoughts on this one winning I I actually don't think it's a bad thing. You know, I think if this is a song that people get behind and to me it was all about the online public vote they got behind it. And, you know, Junior has been becoming slightly more mature, slightly more contemporary. And if people are going to listen to this song and listen to this artist, well, that's a great thing. Like, I can't say that's not a good thing. And even the jury obviously agrees as well. So things move on, things change, and maybe we need to be a little bit more open-minded about that change. <laughs> I remember Kyriakos said that in his comments. Things move on. If they do, they do. I don't know. I'm still coming to terms with the junior Eurovision winner having a deep house beat. Um, but look, sometimes songs are almost signposts for uh, a, a competition. Perhaps this one is one that we're moving into a more mature era. Mm. All right, second place went to Poland. What do we think of her? Oh, I thought she was probably the best all-rounder. This is the... Uh, in terms of staging, in terms of song, and in terms of vocal, I think she nailed it all. I think mm-hmm. Poland nailed it all. Very unlucky, I think, not to take out the crown, but maybe this falls into the camp of the stuff that we like a lot more <laughs> and maybe are more comfortable with as being the kind of junior winner. It definitely felt more of a junior Eurovision song. Mm-hmm. And hey, it almost took it out, second and second, but just fell short of taking out the crown. Yeah, it was a good package, wasn't it? I thought her vocal was excellent this morning. And our third place getter was our host, France. We did think this was going to be pretty popular. Winner of the jury and fourth in the online vote. I can see why this one, the jury. I was really impressed with it this morning. Um, Great staging. He had such great presence and charm about him as well for this little kid. Uh, The French crowd got really behind it. Mm. It was it was quite infectious and I was actually just quite surprised that the online vote didn't come as strong as it did. I was almost chalking this down for a definite win, but then I think maybe that was just more my taste. And obviously maybe the kids weren't into twenties, you know, 
inspired. <laughs> I, th- I think so. I think the for me, the staging on this one was probably the best of the whole lot. But you yep. don't get to see that staging when you're voting, do you? Because a lot of it is done prior online. So. I reckon a lot will still happen yeah. on the night, though. But, um, a tidy little package there from France, definitely. And I thought they put on an excellent show this morning as well, the French. And look, the French and the Polish are just being absolute junior powerhouses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even Armenia have come back really well. The, they were really good in the um, early 2010s. So they won in 2010, a lot of seconds and thirds. Poland and France are dominating at the moment. You know, this was the right top three, a really strong top three and three countries that take this competition seriously. Yeah, so I'm not surprised they got the results either. Any others you want to talk about? You did get up at one o'clock this morning, local time here in Australia to watch it. Anyone else catch your eye there? Oh, well, we've got to talk about Georgia, right? <laughs> he was my pick of the yeah, preview. Yeah, he's great. Um, came fourth in the end. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I got it shocked as well. The jury came for it really strongly. Um, Still did pretty good in the tally vote. I thought it would have been the other way around. Mm -hmm. But it just shows you that you can still be that really cutesy, um, kind of more younger side of it. More at the junior end of the scale. And still do really well. You know, in another year, this might, you know, be a contender to take out the crown, surprisingly. Yeah, I was very surprised at fourth, but I thought it was a charming performance that he put on as well. And we've got to talk about Portugal. Mm. Um, third in the online vote. Third. I guess it was one of those Marmite songs, wasn't it? If you if you really liked it, you liked it. Mm. So um, perhaps that compelled people to vote. I think that kind of like that the 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 mums and the dads and the grandmas and the people and it would finish the night and it was so different than anything else. Mm. I think people all just went. It was very kind of a got talent kind of you know um, kind of performance where you're mm-hmm. like, wow, that kid can do that. And I think that's what got people to vote. Still only came 11th. The jury absolutely dogged him. Yeah. So I was right, but the other way around. The other way around. Maybe the jury didn't come for it. The public did. Look, what did you think of also the timing of the contest, Dale, just before Christmas? I thought it kind of worked. Yeah, it was really interesting. They were definitely trying to tie it in at stages. Um, they were mentioning it quite a few times. I I found it a bit clunky. Um, Ooh, I think okay. it, it's Christmas is Christmas. This is not Christmas songs... You know, you might put some Christmas background behind, you know, Valentina's song that she won with last year. It's not a Christmas thing. Stop <laughs> trying to make it happen. I don't, I'm not a big fan of that. Move it earlier in. It's getting all lost in the national finals as mm. well. Give it its own space in November. I thought that was a really good time of year. Not a fan of it, but I must say, I was a massive fan of the show. And the French did an incredible job. They can definitely host Eurovision any day. Absolutely. And Barbara Pravi even made a bit of an appearance in the interval as well, I believe. She did, and the French crowd went bananas. And actually, the French crowd were going, like, really uh, passionately getting into the voting you know at the french open when they get a little bit funny oh, yeah, oh my it was like it. that they were they were really thinking i thought they were going to win and like <laughs> tear the towel place down oh, wow. and it kind of just died in the end when they you know didn't get the telly vote they were hoping for oh well junior all over again for another year big success there in paris we would say <laughs> Well, Mike, we have our second Eurovision song of the season. The Czech Republic votes are in, and we had a winner. It was We Are Dommy with Lights Off. Where are you now when I miss you? You're sailing around in my peripheral. Where are you now? Where are you now? Where are you now?
Out ESCZ, 50% international jury that they won, 25% international public vote that they won, 25% Czech public, which they came fourth in. They came nowhere near winning. <laughs> so, how, how, okay, let's start with that. How do you feel about that? Well, look, it was always a contender from an international point of view, but it is very interesting that the Czech public themselves didn't really come for it at all. And that that does make you scratch your head a little bit, to be honest. Well, it really depends on your perspective. Do you want a competition song that's going to do well and get a great result? This is the right way to do it. You want that international side of things. Do you want to send whatever you want to send, a la Portugal most years? Um, that may not do any well, but hey, you're representing your nation. It's depending where you're choosing. And ESCZ has always been about getting some good results with some good young artists. So I think this has been the the right result in a way. Yeah, I will agree with that. It, it is about their process, isn't it? And they've always looked for that international, um, not approval, that's not the word I'm looking for, but their judgment on it. Mm. At the same token, you know, it is the song for the Czech Republic. And, and if they, out of seven songs, only put it fourth, um, that, that is somewhat of a concern for me. But come on, I'm more concerned the fact that they put that duet as number yeah. one. <laughs> so I don't think that can be trusted. I was thinking maybe <laughs> they must have some domestic audience. Maybe they won some competition or something I don't know see that you're avoiding that problem if you go a little Mm. bit more international I do like a 50-50 approach so it would have been interesting to see what happened there but hey look it was um, the podcast jury's favourite Aussie Vision's um, second favourite so podcast jury has won over the Aussie Vision team at the moment Um, good uh, representation for Czech Republic yeah, look, it's an, you know, a good EDM pop song. They have often struggled to stand out in a lineup, but we'll see. We'll see what they do as far as uh, staging, etc. goes. Yeah. As we said last week, it's all about how it's going to stand out amongst those you know 40-plus entries. Depends what other songs are in it. But I must say, I really love it. I'm going to enjoy it. And even if it just NQs, I'll still enjoy the song. And of recent times, it's a very Czech Republic kind of entry, isn't it? Kind of modern. Yeah. You know, up there. Yeah. I think it's good. Matches Czech Republic. Yeah, and a lot of people seem to like it who are kind of casual fans, but it's always about how will that translate live. So we'll wait and see. We'll see. Well, also recently announced, Dale, very important news here in Australia. We had some more Australia Decides artists announced. So we'll go through them quickly. Let's have a listen, first of all, to Sean Miley Moore. I can't seem to let you go Cause baby, I, I, I Just want you tonight Baby, save my soul As I walk home alone A face that'll be known and a voice that'll be known to many people around Europe and Australia, X Factor UK contestant and the voice Australia as well. What do you think of the addition of Sean to the lineup? Yeah, well, I think that experience speaks for itself. He also did America's Got Talent. So reality across three continents. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. he knows TV. Um, He knows how to do a live performance. There's theatrical background for him as well. And you can hear that in in his performance, but he seems to meld it with pop at times as well. So really interesting artist. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people wanted, wanted to see him in there. 
I love his visual. I love that we've got another Filipino heritage representation. Um, the music industry is obviously is doing very well here in Australia um, from that community. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what he's going to bring. Maybe a little bit of um, comparisons to... to um, uh, Sheldon Riley might be made though, so that's the only thing that could come up. But it's all going to be about the song. It's it is it's an interesting one, isn't it? You can tell he has got that theatre background in some of his music and some of his vocal delivery, but he can certainly do pop. And I definitely think his visual and his almost brand as an artist will stand out within the lineup. So an interesting addition there, I think. All right, another one we want to talk about here. It's Charlie. relatively new artist here in Australia only the two singles that have been released in 2021 what do you think of Charlie as an addition to the lineup I'm actually really excited about Charlie um, mm. I think really interesting indie pop uh, real contemporary sound particularly here in Australia she sounds like something I would hear on Triple J um, she does have that kind of sound but a little bit more mainstream so I think she'll fit into this really quite well there was a little snippet on TikTok of what she um, may be performing at Australia's sites pretty mm. much confirmed um, <laughs> only a little snippet though and it sounds you know it does sound in that kind of ilk of maybe um, just a little... electro alternative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that's uh, that's what you want to hear. We, we want to have some modern stuff coming through. I'm really interested to hear. I think she's got an interesting tone of voice. I think she's got an interesting point of view. So definitely somebody who should add something a little more to the diversity of the lineup. Hmm. All right. Well, let's also have a listen to Voyager. No strangers to the Oz Decides crowd as they were featured in 2020 is just missing out. What do we think of the addition of the Perth Rockers? Oh, I am so pleased that they're taking part. This group loves Eurovision. Lead singer, uh, he's been watching it since he's a kid. He desperately wants to do it. They've been knocking down the doors to do it. And the thing is with this group, yeah, bringing some kind of very kind of pop to metal-ish, I would say more hard rock. Um, mm. You know, there's a guitar which is one of those keyboard guitars uh there's a lot of visual in their performance a real throwback in their sound of that kind of 80s style vocal so you know they've they've got something completely different than anyone else in this lineup and that's exactly what we want the diversity of acts coming through and also another group great to have another group taking part so we haven't had that many in oz the sides and we're getting a, a few this year yeah i love the passion that they wanted to be in it they really really wanted to be in australia decides these guys didn't have to be talked into it you're right they were banging down the door and they will add something different i'm excited to what they can bring visually mm. as well as what they can bring uh, as far as the song goes as well so yeah looking forward to them i think that might be a bit of an eye catcher on the night i think so all right and the last one that was announced was somebody we've already spoken about jude york 
Cause you're not an introvert, you're just lazy Cause all my introverts are amazing Even when the metro parties and you're all on your phones Guess nobody ever taught you how to be a good host You're not an introvert, you're just lazy You're never really busy, you're just faking So if I'm not there, when you're feeling below, I know better Originally announced as a songwriter, he is now one of our performing artists, Dale what do you think of this? Well, I think the real positive from this is that we have a songwriter performing their own song. Uh, I think he did this great interview with Kyriakos from our team, and he had so much passion for the song and how much they thought about doing uh, it for a Eurovision, but also making it his own um, and not losing the sense of him as an artist. And when you heard all that, you're like, oh, that's going to be passed on to someone else. Look, you know, fair enough. That works a lot of times. Mm. But to, that he's going to be doing it, that's going to be wonderful. That authenticity we know is what everything is about at Eurovision these days. And that's just great to have his platform to perform it. Again, wonderful queer representation from regional Queensland, Toowoomba, just down the road. So great to see it. Yeah, I'm excited to see him get to perform his song. He sounded very, very proud of it. So he'll be able to showcase that on stage. Um, the other part of me says, well, whoever they lined up to do it, uh, it dropped out or something didn't work out. But um, obviously he's got the chops to pull it off. That's what they feel. Well, there's so many things happening at the moment. There's people being announced for tours. There's COVID worries again. Um, you know, trying to match a, a song and an artist in these times is even more difficult. So who knows what happened in the background. But in the end, the song's going to get performed. And you know, with Eurovision, it's always about the song most of the time. And you're right, with him performing it, perhaps we'll get that little bit more uh, authenticity into it. Indeed. Well, it wasn't just the artists that were announced uh, from SBS and Blink. <laughs> we also had a couple of other things. The first one we want to touch on, Dale, is our TikTok wildcard. So the competition consists of either a solo or up to six people. Uh, posting a one lo a minute long vocal, which will then be chosen to be our 11th act for Australia Decides. What do you think of this? Well, curveball, um, just when we think we're going to get all the artists, and we're still missing Isaiah's duet partner, mm. by the way, we didn't mention that. Mm. Um, but this is a really interesting approach, right? I, I had a lot of conversation about it online, and I can understand some skepticism from people. Like some things have been tried in the past that have been absolute failures from other national finals and comps. What I like about this is it doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? We've already got a lineup of 10, really happy with the lineup. This is a wild card. That's why it's called a wild card. If it was going to be the way they chose a few of the artists, I'd like, you know, five or 10 of them, <laughs> I'd be a bit more worried. Hmm. I like this. Go out and give it a go. What's the difference of someone putting a, um, a song into a song portal or going through an audition on X Factor than someone chucking something up on TikTok? It's how many artists are being discovered these days. And I think you've got to try something new. And sometimes it'll work and sometimes it won't. Mm -hmm. So this could be great or terrible, but it's only one artist. So who cares? Yeah, it's almost like a free swing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. Um, and you're right. For me, so many people are discovered on TikTok now and start their careers coming off social media and things like that. So um, great. Let's hope we find someone out there who's a bit of a diamond in the rough. To me also, it says we've obviously got a couple of songs left over that they think might work. Yeah. So, you know, like, hey, if we can match someone up with a, with, with a good song, who knows? This really might work. 
as I say, I think it, you, I kind of agree. It's a bit of a free swing. We've got nothing to lose, really. Mm. Um, and it'll make someone's dream, really. They're going to be on the stage at Australia Decides as the 11th uh, song. So, yeah, 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 good stuff. And the engagement side of it should be fantastic. So Yeah, they're, well all, they're all coming through at the moment. So we're going to have a little look at them over the next few weeks as well as a team. The people who use TikTok, I don't use TikTok. <laughs> so I'm going to have to probably start looking at it. Um, but, you know, it's look, it is a bit weird. So I understand why some people are kind of going, what? Scratching mm. their head. But hey, who cares? Be open-minded, everyone. And also people <laughs> with TikTok as well. I think people, as soon as they hear the words TikTok, roll their eyes and, oh, that's something for the kids, you know. But um, no, it's a legitimate social media outlet out there. And the final part, Dale, of the announcement from SBS and Blink was the Kano Tour. And also they'll be performing at Australia Decides. Yeah, I mean, amazing. We've got uh, it's one of Australia's favourite Eurovision artists of the last few years. They toured back in 2019 and a bit of a, a quick rush of things. But this time they're doing it over a few weeks. Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, Wollongong, Ballarat, <laughs> Geelong. These are real places for international people. <laughs> Melbourne and Dalesford as well. So th- this is fantastic. Uh, I think Australian fans are really excited by it. They're going to do a performance on the Friday night at the at Gold Coast um, and before the final on yeah. the Saturday as well. So making it more of a kind of a festival feel of Eurovision uh, with a lot of the different parties that also happen there on the Gold Coast. I think they're going to be very, very popular come Australia decides. Though. Indeed. And we had a little chat to Tom from Kano um, after the announcement uh, just to hear about why they've decided to come out and a few other little tidbits. Let's take a listen. Today, you announced some big news for Aussie fans, your second tour of Australia. What made you decide to come back? Well, we really wanted, I think it was uh, the day we left Australia last time. We were really thinking, okay, we have to go back because uh, the Australian fans were amazing. And also we, uh, yeah, we love the vibe in Australia and it's, Especially now, like in winter in uh, in Europe, there's no better place to tour than Australia. So when uh, when we saw that there was a possibility uh, to go on tour, we were chasing that as mad uh, men. And then finally, yeah, we we managed to uh, to set it all up. So we're super excited. Yeah, that's amazing. And look, your last trip uh, saw you cover a huge amount of the country in a very small amount of time. You went to Brisbane, Sydney, Adelaide and Melbourne in like a week, I think, which is huge. Uh, How important was it to space this tour out of a longer time frame? It was definitely important uh, because we felt that we, as you say, uh, we rushed through a bit. I think we did. We uh, like uh, we can see it on a map it's like yeah yeah distances but when we are first there is like it's a huge country mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and also because there's so much culture and we just uh we just tapped into the to the rich culture and also the rich uh, indigenous culture of australia that we really want to learn more uh about and also um yeah we, we really try to to make this a tour of mo- both getting to know the people the culture and we're actually also gonna uh, gonna do a bit of filming for a, for a, a documentary um, about like the diverse Australia because uh, if it's one thing that uh, that that I feel as a Norwegian is like 
you've got everything in Australia, both when it comes to the culture and the nature and what to do and what to eat. So yeah, we, we want to explore a bit of the, the Australian diversity. Well, some interesting little bits there um, from Tom. Look, I, I, no surprise that they're going to come back. They got a great reception here in Australia. But I think it was really interesting the fact that they're going to do that little docu series that they did one for MGP this year. Mm. So I think that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're going to encounter, you know, each part they go to in Australia will be very different, each of the audiences. So I think it's going to be quite the journey for them. They are very, very popular here. So, and I'm glad they enjoyed their came out last time. So well done. We're looking forward to them being here. And really getting into the indigenous culture here in Australia, obviously it's really important part of who they are in Norway. Mm. And they are very much around celebrating diversity. So I think this is going to be really, interesting there's also a few lgbtiq events they're doing too so yeah this is fantastic if you want to listen to the full interview they also talk about if they're going to do eurovision again and Ooh. tom and i chat about our favorite kylie songs because <laughs> somehow i got that in there yeah, you can you wedge that in there you can have a listen on our patreon account if you are a subscriber the link will be in the notes Okay, Michael, we had some artist announcements for a few national finals happening. Um, Croatia with Dora and Slovenia with uh, EMA. Uh, so let's talk about Croatia first. I'm not going to go through the artists. Let's talk about some of the top line ones. No former Eurovision artists here, mm-hmm. but we have Bernarda, who was, who's been in a couple of times. With um, There's Colors. Colors last year, she did. Yeah, interesting artist. Mir Negovedic. She's come second and third the last two years, including when she was runner-up, tied with Demir and lost on countback. So mm. she's knocking on the door. Absolutely. Very keen to do it, you can tell. And she's got so close. So I think she'll have a lot of goodwill this time. Yeah, this song last year wasn't that strong, but she's great. So better song, and I think she can go. There's also Toma, um, had that song Oceans of Love, mm. very kind of more Melfesty, one of our favourites, of course, <laughs> uh, because of that. But um, he was a great artist too. So uh, good to see him back t- uh, too, I think those three artists will um, potentially really stand out yeah I thought you know they were kind of the standouts from the last year so it'd be interesting I think they'll always do a great uh, national final Croatia lots of great artists in there the voice of Vatska and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. check them out as well got details on the site Uh, Slovenia have just come out in the last day um, with 16 entries taking part the one name that we just wanted to mention here is Be Cure the two brothers who make up the duo uh, they they came runner-up in 2017 and 2018, both times won the public vote. Had some cracking songs, Heart of um, Gold and Promise as well. Mm. Uh, we're a big fan of them. They deserve to go to Eurovision, and I hope they win. I'm going to put my flag to the mast now. They deserve <laughs> well, I need, it. I need to hear the song, Dale. True. Certainly 2017, how they didn't win is just an absolute mystery. What I'm shocked is that they're brothers. I had no idea they were brothers, Dale. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. I'm a bit worried now. I better check my notes. If they're yeah. not, take yeah, that back. Fact check, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they should definitely have some goodwill out there. And during the week, we did have some artist announcements for Eurovision 2022, Dale. And we'll talk about the Netherlands first. S10 is her stage name. Her name is Steen de Hollander. She's an internal selection from Avatros. And she was announced, and I think this is really important, Dale, that she will be singing her entry in Dutch. 
The mm. first time we'll have a Dutch entry, uh, language entry, in 12 years. So a little bit about her. 21 years old, very prominent in the Dutch alt-pop kind of scene. You know, she's got millions of streams out there. She's done some collaborations with some really top artists as well. She's very well liked and regarded by the music critics out there. So I think we should have something pretty interesting coming out in the Netherlands this year. Yeah, that's, I like the fact they're going to do Dutch, right? I mean, mm. it's great. They've got a bit of a free swing here for a little bit, the Dutch. You know, they had a really great comeback from 2013 onwards, obviously ultimately taking out the crown, hosting Eurovision. You know, they can kind of take a couple of risks now. You know, yeah, they, they miss out. No biggie. You know, you've kind of done it all. Um, you kind of see that happen a little bit. So, yeah, she sounds really interesting. And I think the fact that she sounds like she's very representative of their music industry sounds quite contemporary. Uh, we're getting a few artists that are sounding like this a little bit. Yeah, so it's good to hear. It's good to hear it. It means I think Eurovision is moving on and people are seeing it for the platform it could possibly be. Absolutely. There to showcase yourself as an artist, not to perform form some sort of processed song type of thing. So that's really nice to see. Indeed, the Swedish days might be over. Well, Michael, it wasn't just the Dutch who announced an artist this week. We also had Amanda Tenfjord announced to represent Greece. Interesting artist here. Um, she's 24 years old. She grew up for her first few years of life in Greece but then she moved with her family when she was three years old to Norway mm. and they lived in a place change of climate it is a change of climate it's <laughs> interesting to go that way mm. isn't it um, but she, they lived in Tenfield which is her stage name so that's mm. her, her surname part of it as well very indie pop been around since 2018 is this sounding familiar mm. um, doing well on the Norwegian charts particularly recently had a few songs appear in some you know big series and things like that so yeah kind of she sound, like hearing her stuff very fresh and contemporary which is really interesting but again for the second year in a row Greece have chosen an artist who's actually really based in another nation mm. but has very strong Greek heritage that's interesting twice now um, this is an eternal selection there was a process we got down to five recently but yeah interesting isn't it yeah well I guess Stefania was um, sort of part Dutch really um, mm. now we have this sort of uh, Norwegian based performer look she was chosen from the short list of five so she's got past the first hurdle I like her vocal style she's not really power vocal from no. what I can hear from her stuff so what I'm expecting probably more is somewhat of the Scandi influenced I don't know dare I say ballad coming up here interesting one um, yeah look Greece had a very good year last year we'll see how they go this year yeah it's always going to be about the song um, let's see here how it turns out it's just very interesting that a lot of nations are going towards that you know representing their their country as much as possible and and obviously she has that wonderful heritage which is great but it's we haven't heard a, a very greek song for a very long time mm, true so very, very true. it doesn't sound like we're going to get another one this year but even, look it all can't be opera you know what i mean yeah, like you know well, you've got to represent we need to go that greek no thing. yeah but even going you know like katarina dushka wasn't wasn't no. a greek based artist as no. well so you know it's, it's been a while since we've um, gone full greek Okie dokie. Well, that's it for the week. Um, there's not, We don't expect any major news ahead, but who knows? Because mm -hmm. it is obviously coming up to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so there will be obviously a 
probably a quietening and down of things, but then the following week we have Albanius Festivalia Kungus, and so we will be doing next week a full thick preview of the show now it should be out sunday night but that's boxing day we might still be holidaying so <laughs> it might be like this week and be monday so we're just going to keep it a bit loose because it's the holidays and you know even we deserve a break at times mike absolutely i might be recovering from cooking the christmas dinner still uh but look it's a fantastic lineup of fic this year mm. i think there's so much to talk about there's so many contenders there it's always a fantastic show so a lot to go through well look everybody out there have a safe christmas I know there's a lot going on at the moment, particularly over in Europe and starting to kick off here as well. Mm-hmm. I hope you get to spend it with your friends and family. If you can't, just look after yourself and stay stay, stay safe and um, just have a lovely Christmas. Yeah, have a happy holidays to everyone out there. All right, cheers. Bye. Bye.